What's going on there, youth pastors? Paul Turner here from the DiscipleProject.net and your host of the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. How are you today? What's going on in your world? How's the weather? How's how's youth ministry? How's your life? How's how's it all going? I don't know. It's a lot to ask. I know. I know. <laughs> it's a lot to ask of myself some days. So I understand completely if you don't answer. And if you're brand new to the show, well, welcome in. Thank you for checking out the podcast. I hope that you'll enjoy it. Enjoy it so much that you're uh, saying, hey, maybe I want to subscribe to this. Maybe I want this in my in my inbox on a regular basis. And of course, if you're a regular, I appreciate your time and attention so much. I know you're busy. You have a limited amount of time, as we all do, and you're choosing to go ahead and listen to this podcast. So thank you, thank you, thank you. All righty, let's go ahead and kick off with the motion metrics. I want to say thank you to uh, the top people here. Yexi5295, thanks for listening today. I want to thank top cities, Accra, Accra's in Ghana, by the way, Gainesville and Kaleo. Also want to thank the top countries, which is the U.S., Ghana and Germany. So I want to thank all of you that no matter where you're doing youth ministry from, it is valuable. It is valuable. And so thank you. Thank you for serving the Lord in all these countries and, and doing good youth ministry wherever you are in the world. So graduation is almost upon us. And uh, to be honest with you, it's one of my favorite times of the year. It's sad in a way because you're, you know, you're sending students on to where they need to go. Uh, and, you know, some of them, you're, you're thrilled. <laughs> you're thrilled to let them go. I didn't just say that, did I? Yes, I did. Yes, it's, let's be honest. We're, we're happy. We're secretly smiling down inside going, God bless you. Have a nice, have a nice trip. <laughs> but I will say this: there's those two. It's a mixed bag because then you're you're missing kids. So like, boy, they were really, really cool, and they they really did a lot in this youth ministry. And of course, you know, you get those, uh, you know, five or six students who have never entered your youth ministry doors, not once, and yet there they are on graduation day. Not that I have any problem with that. Uh, but yes, I do have a problem. <laughs> I do have a problem with that. Let's be honest. We, we Kids that just show up for graduation day, it's an opportunity. That's all you can say about it. Otherwise, you're like, I roll. You know, you're like, well, thanks for showing up. But we don't want to focus on that. We want to focus on launching students well. And that's what I want to talk to you today. I want to talk about Rocket Launching 101. But before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by the Youth Ministry Roundup newsletter. That is the newsletter I send out to youth workers who sign up. And as a special gift, if you are going to sign up for the Youth Ministry Roundup newsletter, I'm going to give you a PDF that is called Launching Well, Your Guide to Graduating Your Seniors in Style. And it has a bunch of stuff in there. It's got grad gift ideas. It has how to do a graduation service. uh, What should your grads know before leaving? It has articles, it has song lists to use in your slideshow. So if you are working on graduation right now, go ahead and sign up for the newsletter and you'll get this really cool PDF that gives you all this great information to help you plan and plan well and send your seniors off with, uh, with the appropriate amount of fanfare mixed with spiritual depth. And then every couple of weeks or so, you'll get a newsletter from me. It'll be packed with articles, uh, game ideas, uh, free stuff, free lessons, 
uh, videos, all kinds of stuff in their quotes, all centered around growing you as a youth worker and helping you build a successful youth ministry. So sign up for the Youth Ministry Roundup newsletter, link in the description below. If it weren't for you, I wouldn't be who I am. These are the words a parent loves to hear, except the kid who said them to me were not any of my children. The student who shared these kind words with me and many others is a student I was ministering to for probably six years. And over those six years, his family got divorced and quite frankly became a hot, contentious mess. And recently, his grandfather passed away. He was the pastor of a local church that allowed our church to use their facility after a tornado tore down our church. And after his passing, his son took over the church, the student's uncle, and recently expressed to his nephew that he'd like him to join him in some kind of ministry capacity. Now, listen, I can't be surprised uh, you know, or shocked by that. I, I expected it. This young man uh, and I had many conversations about ministry, and I gave him plenty of opportunities to serve, and voila, the rocket launched. And rocket launching season is what I like to call graduation. That's where literally you know, millions of rockets are being launched into our world. They're called graduating seniors. And uh, to launch kids well, I think, is our common goal. But there is a process to launching rockets that both parents and youth workers can follow. And that's what I want to share with you. And I think the first thing we have to realize that we're building rockets in our youth rooms as much as parents are building rockets in their homes. We are we are co-spiritual rocket scientists, right? You say, well, it's not rocket science. Well, it kind of is rocket science. Youth ministry is kind of rocket science because we're partnering with parents to help launch young people into the world. And in the case of the young man that I was ministering to, well, it took six years, but that young, young man finally launched. Building a model rocket is not necessarily the hard part. It comes with instructions and you need some you know, maybe glue, tape, stickers, you know, you have to have uh, some sort of explosives in there maybe, right? And with spiritual rockets, aka students, there are many hands involved, primarily a parent's hands, along with teachers, youth pastors, bosses, etc. Scripture shows us how to disciple young people, impart wisdom, and gives us examples of great leaders and how they became great. Now, I know I have launched a rocket in the past. I, I can remember this in school. We, we took a class, I can't remember, in high school about, it was a science class and we all were responsible. Maybe you've done the same thing where you had to build a rocket together and, and launch it. And I didn't remember uh, any of those steps because high school was a long time ago for me. So I went ahead and went to WikiHow and uh, looked through the proper way to launch a rocket uh, and that we can learn from this process. And I'll actually put that link to the WikiHow down in the show notes in case you're wanting to launch your own rocket, your physical rocket, like a real rocket. But in these steps, I found um, some spiritual parallels that we as youth pastors can uh, take advantage of. So the first thing is find a field long and wide. And so how do I relate that? Well, I would say expand your youth ministry so kids can use their gifts and talents in a variety of ways and not just in ways that we enjoy or that we're comfortable with. The second step is set the launch pad on even ground in the center of the field. And so how do I relate that? Well, it's I make it a level playing field and give every kid a chance to lead so that they'll have a chance to launch. 
right? I, I, if you give uh, uh, as many kids, regardless of what they're good at, get, let them go ahead and give them a chance to lead. Give them a chance to get up in front of people, whether it's to make the announcements or take the offering or pray publicly. Whoever that is, you don't have to pick the most well-spoken person. There may be somebody who has a strong desire to pray, uh, but they need the opportunity. I would even suggest using as many imperfect people as possible because you never know the, these imperfect students who don't quite fit the mold uh, actually become uh, shining stars in your youth ministry. Step three, load the motor. And the motor, I think we can agree, is the Holy Spirit. There is no launch without him. There is no launch. In other words, they're going to graduate physically no matter what. That, 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 uh, you know, that last bell on high school day is going to ring. They're going to possibly walk the line and get the diploma and all that. But if we want to see them really launch, launch into the destiny that they have, launch into the plans that God has, um, you know, the Holy Spirit needs to be a part of that. And that's not something we control. That's something we have to just prepare the student to receive and to be open to it and to hear what the Spirit is saying to their lives so that, you know, they're going to be led to where they need to go in life. Have a recovery system. In other words, not all launches go as planned. If a kid launches too soon, maybe they leave the church or they quit high school, whatever it is, uh, and they, you know that rocket starts to head for, head for the trees, you want to be able to bring uh, him or her back and try again. So even though you may breathe a sigh of relief uh, when your students graduate, for at least for some of them, uh, always provide uh, a linkage where they can find their way back. That's a recovery system where they can always come back if they don't feel like they've, you know, learned what they need to learn or they need to keep in relationship with you um, so that you can keep speaking of their life. Just make sure that they always know that that opportunity is always there, even though they don't take up that opportunity. The opportunity is there for them. Place the igniter. So in other words, what will spark this launch? You know, who knows? Who knows? Every kid is different. What fires up one kid will not fire up another. And we need to look for the igniters, the things that kids get fired up about and how to get them actively using the gifts God has given them for his glory. Connect the clips. Now, these clips are what's going to go from your, your launch controller uh, that's going to set off the igniter and then is going to actually launch the rocket. So how I'd compare this, I'd say put in place the method for a launching, which includes ministry opportunities, time in mentoring, time in prayer, uh, making that connection with a student, right? That goes from how to connect them from, you know, from them to their Bible, to them to prayer, to them to mentoring relationships, you know, make a discipleship checklist. So you can ask yourself, listen, did I connect this student, you know, to his Bible? Did I connect this student to prayer? Did I connect this student to the church? You know, all these kinds of things, because, you know, sometimes we, you know, click that button on the rocket launcher and we go, what, what happened? Well, maybe that a connector is loose. And once again, this is not a hundred percent. We're just doing our part as youth pastors to make sure we've done our part to say, have we, have we given students enough opportunities and have we uh, train them in spiritual disciplines and other things that are going to connect the things that, listen, we're not going to be with them in college and neither are their parents. So the thing we do is we connect them uh, to the best of our ability to uh, reading their Bible, to prayer, to uh, worship, to those things so that when they are 
by themselves and they have to make those decisions that those connectors are there that they can launch they they can spiritually take off because they know where to find that power from and this leads to the next step which is to step back you know we can't do it all we're not going to college with them their parents aren't going there we have to step back away from the rocket there has to be a time of separation where a student grows in the dark so to speak uh, and learns how to follow the leading of the spirit besides stepping back gives you the view of the launch itself once you hit the igniter button the, the launch is happening it's out there and now you're watching and you're going wow that's fantastic you know the thing that breaks our heart is that when a rocket goes up and it has some sort of malfunction midair and and it doesn't reach to the heights that we thought it could or should or would or any of those things. And once again, that's not about judgment. That just breaks our heart because we go, hey, man, that's, you know, once again, that's why we need a recovery system. That's why we need to say, look, where'd that rocket go? Let's try it again. Let's rebuild it. Let's let's participate in that thing. Let's not just say, oh, well, it's gone. Let's go ahead and uh, see what we can do to recover it and maybe, you know, work together with families to, to relaunch that rocket at a different time. And the last thing is the countdown. So when should you start the countdown? Well, the countdown begins the minute that young person comes into your youth ministry, right? Graduation is not imminent, but the countdown has begun. But we get most excited, you know, when we get down to that last minute of countdown and we're looking at the countdown clock and we say, well, in a minute, the, you know, we start to see the, the stages start to happen with where the, you know, the ignition, right? And somebody says ignition and then all the smoke and everything starts to come out from the bottom. But I would say the real countdown, you know, uh, you know, begins when uh, our students are juniors and they become a junior, uh, you know, and we're we're trying to make sure everything's connected. We're, we're trying to make sure the prep work has been done. We're, we're trying to make sure uh, that, you know, that we have now entered into T minus two years until this student has is going to launch into the world. You know, what is what what do we need to do? to help make sure that that rocket launches as best it can. You know, when my daughter graduated, my friends uh, asked me, you know, are you sad? Are you sad that, you know, your your daughter's graduated? And I got this both when she graduated from high school and when she graduated from college and she wound up moving to another state. And I told them, I said, no, I'm not sad. I've been building a rocket in my house for 19 years. It would be a shame not to see it launch. So whether we're parents or youth pastors, the process is similar. Our mindset is to launch. And if we have done our jobs, the outcome is the same. We get to see someone soar high and far into the sky and into the dreams and visions God has for them. And that is it for today's episode, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope it inspired you. I hope it gave you some ideas. I hope it in, in, you know, invigorated maybe your discipleship process or, or maybe it's going to inspire you to, you know, to give one last try to a student uh, to share the gospel with them before they leave your youth ministry. Whatever the case may be, I hope you enjoyed the episode and I hope it, it did something for you uh, to ignite you in some way. And if it really inspired you, well, why not go ahead and say so by leaving a review, leaving five stars and saying something nice about the podcast. And that way other youth workers like yourself will be able to find this show and, uh, and get out of it what you got out of it. And listen, if nobody has told you lately that you're doing a good job, well, let me tell you, you're doing a good job and you're only going to get better. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode.